0: Welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. In this podcast, we take a reading from Scripture each day. We look at the background material to that passage and also application for us. Once again, welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Our reading today comes from Daniel chapter 4, verses 1 through 18. In Daniel 4, we have another dream by King Nebuchadnezzar. If you remember, back in chapter 2, Nebuchadnezzar had this weird dream of this statue. And none of his magicians or wise men could interpret the dream. So he called up on Daniel. Actually, Daniel's the one that petitioned the king. And Daniel won the favor of the king by interpreting the dream. And so now we have another episode where the king has another dream. And this is a stranger dream in a lot of ways. So we're going to read through these 18 verses from the English Standard Version. Once again, Daniel chapter 4, verses 1 through 18. King Nebuchadnezzar, to all peoples, nations, and languages that dwell in all the earth, peace be multiplied to you. It has seemed good to me to show the signs and wonders that the Most High God has done for me. How great are His signs! How mighty His wonders! His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and His dominion endures from generation to generation. I, Nebuchadnezzar, was at ease in my house and prospering in my palace. I saw a dream it made me afraid. As I lay in my bed, the fancies and visions of my head alarmed me. So I made a decree that all the wise men of Babylon should be brought before me, that they might make known to me the interpretation of the dream. Then the magicians, the enchanters, the Chaldeans, the astrologers came in, and I told them the dream, but they could not make known to me its interpretation. At last Daniel came in before me, he who is named Belteshazzar after the name of my God, in whom is the Spirit of the Holy Gods. And I told him the dream, saying, O Belteshazzar, chief of the magicians, because I know that the Spirit of the Holy Gods is in you, and that no mystery is too difficult for you, tell me the visions of my dream, that I saw in their interpretation. The visions of my head as I lay in my bed were these. I saw and behold a tree in the midst of the earth, and its height was great. The tree grew and became strong, and its top reached to the heavens, and it was visible to the end of the whole earth. Its leaves were beautiful and its fruit abundant, and in it was food for all. The beasts of the field found shade under it, and the birds of the heaven lived in its branches, and all flesh was fed from it. I saw in the vision of my head as I lay in bed and behold, a watcher, a holy one, came down from heaven. He proclaimed aloud and said thus, Chop down the tree and lop off its branches. Strip off its leaves and scatter its fruit. Let the beasts flee from, the, from under it and the birds from its branches. But leave the stump of its roots in the earth, bound with a band of iron and bronze amid the tender grass of the field. Let him be wet with the dew of heaven. Let his portion be with the beasts in the grass of earth. Let his mind be changed from a man's, and let a beast's mind be given to him, and let seven periods of time pass over him. The sentence is by the decree of the watchers, the decision by the word of the holy ones, to the end that the living may know that the Most High rules the kingdom of men, and gives it to whom he will, and sets over it the lowliest of men. This dream I, King Nebuchadnezzar, saw, and you, O Belteshazzar, tell me the interpretation, because all the wise men in my kingdom are not able to make known to me the interpretation. But you are able, for the spirit of the holy gods is in you. So it's interesting to note the king is in his palace. Now think about uh, Nebuchadnezzar. He's king of one of the most powerful empires that's ever existed. Of the seven wonders of the world, two of the wonders were in Babylon, the hanging gardens of Babylon and the walls around the city. The walls around the city were so wide that a four-horse-drawn chariot could run across the top of the wall. That's according to the historian Herodotus. So a very powerful empire. So he's in his palace, in his citadel. He's in a place of safety. But even in the midst of safety, he is troubled. I'm going to come back to that theme in just a minute. We also see some odd things here. Now that there's this tree. This tree is going to reach up into the heavens. This tree is going to feed all the nations, basically. This tree is going to be known throughout the entire earth. And so we think of the tree in the Garden of Eden, the tree of life in the midst of the garden. We also think of the Tower of Babel that reached into heaven, so there's some connections there to the Tree of Life and to this idea of the Tower of Babel, more in a a negative sense than a positive sense. Now, I don't want to steal steal Devin's thunder because in tomorrow's podcast, he will explain the symbols of of all these things we're talking about, so I don't want to uh, jump forward and and take away from his podcast, but just realize coming on Wednesday, he'll give you uh, some of the interpretation of this, this dream and what it's all about, so for us, let's just focus on some of these aspects of the dream that will help you uh, in tomorrow's podcast. So you've got this tree. You've got these watchers who have this decree to come and judge this tree. Now, watchers, this is just a, a second temple period. If you look at the Intertestament period, well, really it's the Intertestament period between the writing of Malachi and the book of Matthew. In that time period, especially the book of First Enoch, you would find this word watchers. Uh, this would be a word for angelic creatures or the sons of God, the Bini Elohim. So these are the sons of God, the watchers who are going to carry out this decree. Now, if you're uh, doing our Wednesday night class with us on the spiritual beings and the spiritual realm that we're doing at Westgate, you can go back and watch uh, last week's video from Wednesday night class and pick up on some of this teaching about the watchers and what this is all about. But they are part of God's heavenly divine counsel and they carry out God's missions in this world. So these watchers have been checking out Nebuchadnezzar in this kingdom, and they're not happy with what they've seen. So they're going to execute judgment. So these spiritual beings are involved in the judgment of Nebuchadnezzar. So what would be really cool here is these spiritual beings decide to do something, and you see it carry out in the physical realm. We think of Herod when he's, uh, in the book of Acts, he's claiming you know, great grandeur. Basically, he is like God, and he is struck by an angel. And it says on the physical realm, it seems that he's eaten by worms. But actually it was an angel that struck him. So we have these spiritual beings that carry out some type of judgment in the physical realm. And we see it carried out in the physical realm. Uh, So the book of of Daniel has this angeology in here, this spiritual realm stuff. You can look at Daniel chapter 10 and you'll see the same thing where Daniel is praying. And so uh, Gabriel is coming to uh, Daniel to give him the answer to his prayer. But he's held up by the prince of Persia, which is another angel, which is probably a fallen angel who is at war with, with God's good purposes. And then Michael, uh, the archangel, which is always connected with Israel, shows up to help Gabriel get to Daniel to deliver the message. So there's a lot of cool angelology going on in the book of Daniel. So that's one part of this. I want you to think about two. Nebuchadnezzar knew that, that Daniel could interpret this dream. He knew from chapter 2. So why didn't he ask Daniel in the first place? We really don't know why he goes through all of his own wise men before he calls Daniel in. But he does say something interesting about Daniel. He says that the spirits of the gods are in Daniel. Now, that doesn't mean that Daniel believes that he's possessed by the the spirits of the gods of Babylon. But it's the same language used of Joseph when Joseph interpreted the dreams um, of Pharaoh. So it's that same kind of language that's being used here. He has some type of power to interpret dreams. And we know this is given to him by the Almighty. But the point I want us to focus on today in this podcast is even though this king had it all, Even though this king had everything you could possibly have in this world, he's still troubled. He still has these dreams that trouble him. And so we can take a look at people that are connected, the rich and the famous. They have everything. They could have all the riches the world could give to them. But if they don't have the Lord in their life, they're empty. They could try to fill it with the entire world. They could try to fill their soul with everything this world has to offer. But they're always going to be empty and they're always going to be fearful. So had you have this king who rules an empire that goes from Egypt uh, all the way to Syria, to Iran, and Iraq, and all of those places on the map, and Saudi Arabia even. And um, he is fearful. He's afraid. Uh, even though he's in the citadel, the stronghold, these scary dreams and thoughts come to him. And so what we need to remember as Christians is, is we can look through people like Nebuchadnezzar and others who have had it all. And we realize that if you don't have Christ in your life, if you don't have Jesus as the center part of your life, you're going to be empty. You're never going to be fulfilled. You can try to have the whole world, but you're never going to have contentment in this life. So I hope that has encouraged you this day, and I pray you will join us tomorrow as Devin, I'm sure, will do a great job. I'm kind of itching to want to jump in here and interpret this dream, but I'm going to let Devin do that. Uh, And then our sermon this Sunday is going to be on this very same passage, so we're going to take this and and really look at some more application in our Sunday sermon uh, in the book of Daniel, chapter 4. A wonderful book, and I am enjoying so much studying uh, the book of Daniel. I hope you are enjoying studying along the way with us. Well, God bless. I hope you have a great day. I hope you come back for Wednesday's podcast.